Thank you for tuning back in to the Hearts, Conspiracies and UFOs podcast. My name is Jarvey and in a week full of devastation and revelation, to go through it all, I am joined once again by Simon. Hello. Hammy. Hello. <laughs> Taking himself off mute. Paddy. Hello. And Jolly Jambo. Alright boys. Now, I think first of all, before we properly get started here, I'd just like to speak to Paddy about um, Andrew McKinley. Um, some of some very unkind things he said about Andrew last week. Um, it's turned out that is that is really quite sound, actually. Um, he's a big Hearts man. He says Hearts are the third biggest team in Scotland, and his great great grandfather is one of the founding members of Hearts and scored against Hibs in a cup final. Um, Paddy, any regrets on what you said last week? Nope. <laughs> so. Once an SFA man, always an arsehole, basically. I th- I th- yes. <laughs> I think uh, you've just got you've just got a problem with authority, buddy, Mister Antifa, over there. <laughs> um, no, fair enough. But yeah, that was a nice wee article. Good to see. Apparently, Am Budge had him in mind for the job for ages. So, no, good luck to him. Um, Simon, let's have a wee talk about some kind of COVID-related news. Uh, Nicholas Sturgeon said in last week that some fans um, can go to games from September the 14th onwards, um, which is quite exciting considering our season starts in October. A good sign. However, at the same time, I think it was the same day actually, Hearts then said, if you want a cardboard cut out of yourself, <laughs> <laughs> get in touch. So we were a bit confused by that. Um, what, what do you reckon are our chances of getting to, to Tiny and well, by end of October? I mean, if, if it continues the way that it is, it, it should be pretty good that a good amount of people should get in. But uh, you never know. I don't want to make any predictions surrounding COVID because in a couple of weeks' time, it could be completely different. I mean, so many predictions have been made that have just fallen fallen by the wayside. So we'll see. Yeah. But hopeful. No. What was it this week? There was some rumours coming out of Aberdeen that around 9,000 fans, 9,000? Yeah, 9,000 fans can go to games at Petaudry. So you'd probably be looking at a kind of similar amount for Tynecastle. But considering we've sold, was it coming up 13,000 season tickets now? Um, how do you think they're going to work that out? I've no idea. Um, this, this, these are the difficulties. These people are paid a lot of money for. Um, to be honest, like, <laughs> like Neil Doncaster, like Neil Doncaster, <laughs> don't <Yeah>. even start. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly's not had his pies yet. He's all cranky over there. Um, aye, I mean, aye, let's not let's not throw uh, rumours around. We don't know what will happen, but you've got to think. If you're a season ticket holder, you might end up on a kind of rotation basis where you only get to every second home game or something. It would probably be the most logical thing to sort of split and do it on a rotation, but 
it, there's just so many problems with that alone. But even then, like at least then you get at least half your games. Whereas mm-hmm. what you want to do, like a, a lottery or a raffle or something like that, and just hope your name comes up. No. Well, well I, I don't really care, but the only thing I want to know about is what happens if you've paid for a cardboard cut out of your cell, it's in your seat, and then you're going to a game, but there's already a cardboard cut out in your seat. <laughs> but you have to sit on yourself. <laughs> hey, it's not like in the podcast, buddy. <laughs> I wish you would just be honest here, you know, if there was a cardboard cut out in your seat, Jarvie would have me apart. I mean, have some pies, so. It's like you put on your 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 glasses, Jeff. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hammy, not long now until we're actually playing football. Just forty-three days until we play Inverness in the League Cup. Um, it was good to see that all the games will be on Premier Sport as well. So whatever happens, we'll actually be able to watch them. Um, are you excited for the Inverness game? Excited, yes. I, I would like to canvas you. Does anyone on this podcast have Premier Sports? No. No. Nah. Nah. So probably no see the game, but um, <laughs> another another tenner a month you need to pay the bloody TV companies. Um, no, excited. I I just kind of wait for football to be back. I've been watching the, um, I was going to say SPFL, but it seems that Hibs are on every single weekend at the moment. So I've, I've watched a lot oh. of Hibs so much. Um, and the games have been the last two have been fairly dire. Um, yeah, honestly, I can't believe we got relegated for this league. Everyone is absolutely <laughs> shite. We must have been so shite. <laughs> really, Sorry. really bad. Eh? Um, but uh, some it's just some football I can support because it's all right being a neutral and watching these games. But if you have no vested interest, it's it's even worse. I'd imagine some of these games for Hibs fans and. Um, can't even mind who they were playing. St. John's and things were probably they maybe enjoyed it a little bit more, but ah, it's rough. So, but it's hard. Can't wait. And you get these, you get fans that get joy out watching Hibs get beaten. That I just didn't care as long as they're not doing really well. <laughs> I couldn't care less about Hibs. Like as long as they get beat off Hearts and they didn't win anything, I'm yep. absolutely fine. Aye. I'm sure they're, they're in for a big, horrible winter run. They will never <laughs> be nowhere near the top of that table. Yarby. Speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. It's mad yeah. to think that that good run, we were top of the league at the end of October. When you think of far into a season, that is. Then it all went to shit. <laughs> I had people in my work who were not from Scotland going like, Oh my god, are Hearts actually going to win the league? And I was like, nah, <laughs> like, not actually, but I... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm ever the optimist, as Jolly knows. I was, I was pretty certain we were going to win that league. <laughs> <laughs> All right, watch it, Jersey. You'll have us doing winning it again next season when we go back up as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, you always get be the at least obligatory... one positive Hearts win. <laughs> you get the obligatory before the first game of the season text with Jarvie. I honestly think we could win the league this year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to have a positive mindset. It just makes it even worse when you're shite. <laughs> Problem. You've been offset by Paddy. You and Paddy are actually one person that split in some sort of amazing <laughs> event. Some that lightning storm. <laughs> Pad- Paddy's looking at odds for Hearts to get relegated for the championship next season. <laughs> 
We don't need to worry about Hibs winning the league because Celtic will be top by the start of October. They'll cancel the league and they'll relegate us again. That's Ooh. what's going to happen. <laughs> That's sad. Um, Hammy, the, the other games, kind of leading up to the, the Hibs game, really, um, do you want to walk us through the fixtures through October? So, first up, after the Inverness game that we just talked about, it's Cowden Beef, then it'll be Wraith Rovers. Then we start a league campaign at home to Dundee, before ta- away up to, or we doing, wherever, to Arbroath Smokies. And then on the 31st Halloween, we have the Hibs semi-final. Oh, right, it's on Halloween. What a fucking nightmare, eh? <laughs> yeah. oh, some some big big tests in there before the we um, possibly play the Premier League top team. So <laughs> you know, Dundee, Arbroath, Wraith, Cowdenbeath, and Inverness. It's exciting. I'm even excited. Like well, I'm, I'm buzzing if we can go to Arbroath, which we probably will, even if we can't get in the stadium. Mm. <laughs> I'm Aye. buzzing for that. I um, mean, we could do that now, Jarvie. <laughs> it's only an hour of the road. <laughs> it's not the same. Can I just go to our broth now? It's going setting up up for forty-three days. I mean, you definitely could like fucking shop, Jolly. Um, Paddy, looking at those fixtures, um, you think we'll get more than a point, or how do you think we're going to get on there? Um, hopefully, we get more than a point. <laughs> Hopefully get more than a point. Well, that'll do nicely. Right. I think, think what we'll do now, let's go over to Jolly Jambo for some more ramblings and hear what he's got to say this week. All right, gents. Christ, this must be about the freshest I've ever been on this, Ken. Like, no got the, the stinking Monday hangover for a change, you know. Quite nice there. Right? Oh, my, my extravagant living, eventually. You know, I had to catch up with me at some point, eh? Life can't be all sunshine, rainbows, kebabs and pints every day. It was a, it was a good run, but... Lack of disposable funds eventually put an end to the good times on Saturday. And that was me. So, spends the weekend in the house, eh? Like, that's me sat on the, sat on, I wasn't sat on the telly, I was sat on the sofa watching the telly. And, uh, you know, no sport on that I wanted to watch. So, you know, here I am, marooned. It's a nightmare, I'm marooned on my cushioned island with nothing to bloody watch. So, I was struggling, lads, eh? And my hour I need. You know, who should who should write to my rescue but the Duke himself, John Wayne. You know, Channel Five Afternoon movie was the Alamo. I was in my element because I like the I like the cowboy film so they can. So this is it. I'm watching this film about bravery, butchery and terrible tactics. Naturally I start to think about Scottish football. And then I was thinking, can you imagine if, if the Hertz made a remake of the Alamo? You know? Anne Budge stars as the brave Jim Boy. We Robbie is the fearless wild man Davy Crockett and of course the power mad dictator Santa Anna played by Neil Doncaster <laughs> Tynecastle coming to a cinema near you <laughs> but anyway then going off on one here I've got a, the, the main question for you is this week you know been asking you as a question the last few weeks there's no wrestling this week you know it's tell me what your favourite sports film is lads and, and why okay. do you want me to go first Go for it, Simon. So I, I was prepared for this, and I've recently rewatched what I thought was my favourite sports film, which was Space Jam, which was made in 1986. So it's fine. You can tell it is just Michael Jordan in a green screen in a studio 
just going, come on, guys, and stuff like that. But the best part is, uh, is you know how he gets taken away into, like, the Looney Tunes land? Aye. And he's known these little guys for, like, two minutes. And the guy, you know who the guy who's the PA from his baseball team? The fat guy who gets flattened. He manages to get down and he's like, the first thing he says to him is, here, Michael, we've got a baseball game that you need to be playing at. And he's Michael Jordan's like, no, actually, I need to play this basketball game so these guys don't get sold into slavery. I just think, what the fuck is going on? That's not what you'd be saying to him. Firstly, you'd be saying, Michael Jordan, what the fuck is going on? And secondly, <laughs> Michael Jordan's just patching his baseball contract to stick up for these Looney Tunes so they didn't get sold into slavery. But it's just sounds, like he was on, sounds like he was on a big night with Dennis Rodman, but it sounds like... <laughs> 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 but there's another bit at the end where there's 10 seconds to go. They're one point down. And they huddle around, and they've got a plan. And Michael Jordan, they all listen in intently, waiting for Michael Jordan to lay out this masterclass on how they're going to win the game in the final seconds. And he literally goes, right, get the ball, give it to me, and I'll score. (laughs) Well, that was pretty much the Chicago Bulls tactics, was it, no? Well, that was my (laughs) thoughts. I thought, what a stupid thing. Like, why would you wouldn't do that? You'd be like, right. But then actually... That's actually what happened. They just got in a huddle and Michael Jordan just went, right, we all just try and get the ball. Just give it to me and then we'll win, all right? And everyone just went, meant it, cool. Space Jam, six out of ten. Your favourite film when it only gets a six? You must not like the films very much. I thought it was so much better than it was, but honestly, I thought I was going to have a seizure at some point. Like At one point, Bugs Bunny's hammering a boot on a motorbike and then it cuts to one of the guys jumping off like the top of the... Um, net onto Bugs Bunny and crushing him and then that little bird just goes rage and starts battering everyone and then <laughs> the guy turns around and one of the guys turns around and gets his two front teeth shot out and it cuts to two of the Looney Tunes characters as like the um, John Travolta and Samuel Jackson at Pulp Fiction. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I feel like I'm taking drugs. My brain was about to explode. <laughs> Sounds like strategies before a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to hear Space Jam never got cancelled made in 96 I haven't watched it in a while there is a very racist character in the Looney Tunes and it's Foghorn Leghorn that chicken oh, just yeah. walking about asking oh, yeah. who, wants, who wants chicken and he's like obviously got like a southern black voice insane how, how that's not been pulled up well, that has, has that been cancelled? I think so that's that is like racist. <laughs> oh well, Space Jam's cancelled. If you haven't seen it, you won't be able to anymore. Aye, we fucked it for everyone. Have you seen Space Jam, Jolly? Or was it a bit, a bit after your time? Were you a bit old for it when it came out? Um, I, I, I mind it as a film, kind of like, uh, but no, it's no, I'm not into the cartoons, eh? I like the war pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, yourself, uh, Jolly, Charlie, what was yours? Oh. oh no, let me go, Hammy. Didn't cut him off, Jolly. Have some respect, please. Uh, so, Jolly, uh, mine's is uh, a shot at glory. Um, I think you might have seen it yourself. It stars a very famous um, actor and player in the, the SPL, Ali McCoist. It's also got Robert Duvall, 
Brian Cox, Michael Keaton, star-studded cast. Um, about two men, manager and player, who's the player who's you know a bit of a bit of a riot. They put both their personal problems aside as they try to save the small fishing town's uh, local football team from being uh, taken to Dublin in Ireland by the, an American businessman. A real, a real good film. That's my favourite one, and it just because it has Alan McCoist as well makes it a bit more real, I think. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. My memory is might be give, getting me death threats here, but am I right in thinking there's a photo <laughs> on the wall in that of Henrik Larsson in a Rangers top? I all the Celtic players were Rangers players in that, and all the Rangers yeah. players were Celtic <laughs> players in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I was making that up, and I thought, oh, here we go. Here we go, let's take a shot. But nah, I'm sure I remember seeing Hen- Henry Larson and Rangers stop thinking, what the fuck is going on? Again, <laughs> the whole thing's a bit of a mindfuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you rate Robert Duvall's accent? Um, uh, a low four. A low four, I think. It fades, doesn't it? It gets yeah. it, he clearly as it gets on, he's like, oh, I'm sick of this, I won't get out of this place. <laughs> Ali who? <laughs> <laughs> is Ali McCoy's not about uh, someone famous in that movie's daughter? Or was married to her? I'm sure he is. Google it at home, there's a wee quiz for you. Should <laughs> he's married to Duval's, the manager's daughter? I think, aye, it's something like that. I'm looking at the cast here and I'm thinking, what the fuck? They weren't in the movie, it's because I'm looking at the cast for the movie I'm about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jarvis. So I was just looking at the list going, I'll... Pacino, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> what, what? What film are you going to fucking pick? Hey. Well, we move on to that quite nicely. I'm going to talk about Any Given Sunday, which is <sighs> oh, a, of course, <laughs> which is an, an American throwball movie um, made in. Have a guess. What year do you think Any Given Sunday came out? Ninety six. Ninety six is yeah. Ninety seven. Ninety nine. Do <laughs> you not think um, American films are so much easier to put into film? Oh, uh, American sports are so much easier to put in American films, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have are. the blood they play, you've got the pauses. Aye, they have the, they're designed <laughs> for tension, eh? Stupid. And Americans are just so generally <laughs> dramatic, and they just act like themselves anyway. Yeah. Saying. Can we remember Perry Kitchen? Dramatic. Captain, Captain Kitchen. <laughs> Captain Kitchen, that's horrible. Um, fine. Any Given Sunday is basically about Jamie Foxx um, playing as a guy called Steeman Willie Beeman. Who's <laughs> basically just a, a jobber quarterback. He's the guy that throws the ball if you didn't give a fuck about the NFL. And he eventually gets his chance ahead of the starting quarterback and starts to do really well. But he gets fame hungry. It goes to his head. He turns into a big diva. The arguments with the coach, who's Al, Al Pacino. You've got the, the general manager, or like the owner of the team, um, who's actually Cameron Diaz. It's like her dad's team, but she runs it. Um, it's got LL Cool G in it, who's on a stretcher at one point after making a big tackle and goes, don't drop me. I'm worth a million dollars. What <laughs> 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 Because he's hit like his uh, his target was like say fifty tackles for the season and he gets it but like breaks his neck 
or something. So he's got the, his million dollars and he's happy as Larry off he goes. Right, imagine uh, we had a target like that for John Sewer. Oh. <laughs> Low blow. Fifty tackles more like fifty minutes. Hey. I know. <laughs> That's a shame. We'll, we'll go on to Mister Suter. That was, that was pretty shan jolly. Didn't like that. Um, <laughs> but I've always liked any given Sunday. I used to have it on DVD, and a young Jarvie and a young Simon used to watch it now and again before we played Two K, fucking whatever it was. Back in the day, where you just uh, used to go Mike Vick and just run. A lot of school days. I used to leave my house at like half eight in the morning on time to go to school. Is half eight even on time? I don't even remember. But I'd go to Jarvis to start walking up the school because it was on the way. And he would still be in bed, so we'd just sit and play <laughs> Xbox <laughs> all day instead. <laughs> what have you got for a period? Maths. I just have a game my FIFA. Aye, fuck that. <laughs> Just go in when you've got P. That was pretty much the, the aye, way we went. Aye, I was a bit of a nerd, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, bye, Jolly. Any given Sunday. You're a big fan of the American football yourself. What what team do you support, Jolly? I'm not a fan of American football at all. You find, Ken, find well. I don't like any of these American sports, Ken. <laughs> push. Fair enough, fair enough. Know what I've heard, but that'll do. Well, what's your favourite <laughs> film, Jolly? I tell you, I don't really. I'm, I'm not a film guy, but if it's the films, I like the Cowboys and then the War Pictures, eh? Aye. The good old days. Paddy, Paddy, you got one for us? I think you like my one, Jolly. It's the Hearts 2002 2003 season review on DVD, <laughs> <laughs> starring Mark DeVries and John Louis Valois. <laughs> you, you sure it's not a VHS? DVD. <laughs> that's a VHS if I've ever heard that. But aye, that's Very mine, well. I guess, seeing you've not come with a proper one, then I'll need to judge the other three, and I've taken notes as you were going through, so I've got Space Jam, Pish. Joy, <laughs> Glory, Pish accent. Any given Sunday, American Pish. So <laughs> I think uh, a Joy Glory's going to take it just because... It's, uh, it's, well, it's, it's Scottish, eh? So, we'll hit you go with that. Super alley. <laughs> I'd known this was a competition. She didn't really sell your films to me. <laughs> we won Speaking five of Ali, that season. The, you heard the story of Ali McCoy's in the Hearts mascot costume. Ah, yeah. That's brilliant. If, if you haven't seen that before, listeners. He basically, he was at Hearts. He was suspended or injured or something. Don't know the, the background like to it. And he was in hospitality and he'd had a good few pints before and during the game. Then he went down and basically said to the mascot, here, give me that. And he went out at halftime. And he started winding up the Rangers fans in the Hearts mascot suit. Then winding <laughs> up the home fans. So everyone's going, what the fuck is going on? And then he took his took the heat off the mascot suit, walking out, making lots of kids cry, I'd imagine. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it turned out to be Ali McCoy. He's one of those guys, but even as a Hearts fan, you look at him and you would just laugh. No, couldn't he get mad? Aye. Some boy. Take it, you're done, Jolly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you there, Jolly? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sure. on the old mute there. Is, is your segment done, Jolly? <laughs> what have you got more? I think we'll uh, I think we'll we'll wrap it there, Ken. We've we've worked out that um, 
the sports film's only for jolly. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thank you for that um, lovely game of questions, Jolly. Thank you. Say thanks, everyone. Cheers, Jolly. Thank you, Jolly. Thank you, Jolly. Okay, so last week, um, kind of threw out of context Jambles kickback, Hammy picked up a bit about the main stand and we had our kind of conversation about possible names if the boring, literally called the main stand, was to be renamed. Um, Put a poll out on Twitter, Um, one of the names we put forward, the Foundation of Heart Stand, has got quite a good bit of feedback, but from the kind of Twitter feedbackers, there's been two other names come into it. The McRae's Battalion Stand or the George McRae Stand and the Dave Mackay Stand. So I just want to ask you boys, out of those three and any others you can think of, what would your preference be if you were to see it renamed? Um, Hammy? Out of those three, probably the Dave Mackay Stand. I think he was such a a big player, certainly before my time and our time, really. But looking at what he achieved in football and what he done for Hearts, you know, out of those three, I'd probably pick that one, yeah. No, fair enough. I've got to say, from the poll, Dave McKay is leading the poll just literally by a percentage as I, as we record this over the foundation of Hearts. Um, I was surprised. I thought the McRae's Battalion would run away with it, you know, but no, between the two. Um, Jolly Jambo, you used to watch Dave Mackay as a young man at Tynecastle. Um, would it be Dave yourself, or is your preference one of the other two? I think uh, am I? Uh, that's probably what I'd go. I'm, I'm not so sure. I think you know uh, there, there, there might be merit there. You know, three three names doesn't sound like a lot to choose for, but I think out of the MI, that's where I'd go. No, we know we you know there's players like Phil Stamp could be Stampy Stamp. <laughs> Stampy stand it's certainly got a ring to it I like it um, Paddy what about yourself what's your preferred option at the three Dave Mackay probably but Aye. I want I want something different something that will attract big name players Paddy what if we were to to name a stand after a player that we haven't yet signed oh the why always me stand <laughs> yes. I mean, Cavani's still not signed for Benfica yet, so I'm imagining an 11th hour bid from Hearts. Really feels like believe. he doesn't want to uh, go there. Yeah, how is this still going on? <laughs> it's like what's his pass from Forest Green as well. He's still signed for Bloody Hearts. <laughs> Aye, fuck him. He can get to fuck. Okay, if he's still decided, has he got a better offer? So the Forest Mechanics are on the line. Yeah. Arsehole. I didn't like him already. <laughs> um, aye. Balotelli, just name it the Mario Balotelli Balotelli <laughs> stand. Got a statue outside where he's tap up saying, Why always me get him signed? I mean, Cavani up front would be scary. Aye. Scary is one word for it. Um, Simon, preference out the three? Yeah, I have to agree with the boys. Dave Mackay stand. It's hard to understand how good a player he was because there's very little footage of him and we obviously never seen him play. But you just look at the record and the way the two clubs speak about him. Uh, So I feel like it would be nice to do something because I feel like he's underappreciated in terms of what Hearts have actually done for him. Yeah. 
that, that's it. It's one of the, those names that's just always been around. Even as us growing up as young boys, you're just aware of some great man that once was. So, yeah. No, it'd be good to honour him. Um, I like mixed days with Italian style myself. I think it's such a unique story and brilliant story. Yeah. Um, some controversy with that on Twitter through the week. Uh, this, I mean, all staunchness shit aside, I mean, you know, yeah. a war's a war at the end of the day, and a, a yeah. whole heart's team went to war. It's got nothing to do with being staunch and all that. It's just an incredible story, an incredible thing they did. Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously not a big proponent of the British Empire and staunchness and stuff like that, but you still have to appreciate the sacrifice that they made and, and what those... Those men, they're very young men, a lot of them as well, went out, went out to do. Hey, that's nuts, absolutely nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I'm so, such a shite bag. I would be like, nope. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot do that. <laughs> I'm no shame in admitting that. I'd be like, eh, nah, but I'm probably all right. I am all right. Well, <laughs> women all gee abuse in the streets. That's all right. I'd rather get abused than shot at. <laughs> Who's that bloody left back that never went to the war? <laughs> um, the other feedback on Twitter was that the foundation of Heart Stand was too much off a pat on the back. I can understand. It'd be a bit, it'd be a bit awkward for kind of a fan home club to name a stand like almost after themselves. Yeah, um, I, I get that. I think also. It's still very early days in the foundations. We we still could fuck this up. This is hearts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait for this. Like, there's no other fan base more opposite, like than our own. Like, you've got such a mix of fans that want the club to go in different directions, whether it be the staunchness or the Scottish independence stuff. To that, there's so many different layers to the heart support. I just when we go completely fan owned, once budges at the picture in a couple of years' time, I can only imagine some of the stuff that's going to happen. Aye, we need to be. We just need to be careful, man. <laughs> we just need to keep it at that. Aye, <laughs> it's exciting. But um, so that was the the foundation, the the McCrae's Italian one. Kind of good point that there is obviously loads. Of, you've got the memorial garden, all, all kinds of stuff already. Um, in place for the McCrae's Battalion, so they kind of say, well, that's already in place. Um, and there's only been a, a wee, wee bit, bits and bobs about the Dave McKay stand, people basically saying, well, he's not the only legend to have played for the club. Uh, there's a couple other names which people hold to the same high regard. So mm-hmm. it's never going to be something that everyone agrees on. But it was, it's been an interesting wee debate, and all the feedback on Twitter was really interesting. So if you what about the Goggy Farm stand? <laughs> here's my man, here's my man. <laughs> that wouldn't even Farming. raise money. <laughs> wouldn't even make any money for them, it'd just be like just sponsored shut up, by the Jarvis, just shut up, will you? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of folks say we should just get the main stands sponsored, so it'd be called like the Gatorade Arena stand. No thanks. Put a couple of years, get some money in, but nah, shit. That so. made it your American fish again. Gatorade's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like a shandy, Jolly.
Park away and don't talk a lot of shame. Here, here we are, back up in the UFO, hovering about Slateford Park or something. Um, a fair bit of news to get through. Feels like a quiet week, but there's quite a few things to talk about here. Um, so let's get to it. Um, Hammy, first of all, a couple of weeks ago, um, we spoke about an article um, from Joel Sked about a bunch of centre midfielders that could possibly be joining Hearts. One of those names and your favourite player from that list to come to Hearts was Ross McCrory, who signed for Aberdeen in the last week, which is unfortunate because we don't like Aberdeen around these parts. Um, do you feel, Hammy, if, if we'd stayed up, could we have got McCrory? Yeah, I think so. I think it always comes down to the whole fact that we're not playing until October, we're playing a short season and we're playing in the Championship. It's just not an attractive prospect at all for players. And if they've got another offer, as is he did, going to Aberdeen in the Premiership, fighting for third, possibly, if they can ever play a game again. Um, so I think we could have, but the position we're in, you're, you're, any other team that comes in, it's, it's probably going to get them, sadly. It does show how unattractive we are, really, isn't it, when you're risking getting COVID to play football? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shit news. We can only only hope those good names out there next summer. Once we go up, Paddy, it might be a a couple of years in your opinion, but I'm I'm thinking we're going to go up after one season. (laughs) Um, The championship from League One. Uh, another name we spoke about, Hammy, uh, Yosef Malumbu, is still available. Um, Christ knows what he's doing. How, how a club just hasn't come in for him yet? I'll never know. That's weird. Um, Even like Kelly, sort of going, oh, we'll take you back. Yeah. Type thing. But um, it's, we- ah, it's, it's weird because he's certainly a good player, but maybe he just mm-hmm. doesn't fancy it. Aye, well, that's it. Apparently, he's had offers and he's took. Maybe he's just on his jollies, just having a great time. Well, I think I don't know if it's Simon. I think you mentioned that when he went away to was it Celtic, wasn't it? He was probably given a very lucrative contract, and now he's left. And now everyone's sort of offering him what he was on it at Kelly. Maybe he just sees that now he's a step down, and maybe he needs a bit of a reality check that he's not going to get this type of contract they had there I know, I don't know. This way, time. <laughs> think about it this way imagine you you were earning what you are now in your job and then you get a promotion for three months and you get get an extra five grand a year but then you lose your job you wouldn't sit for a year and wait for a job to that same level you would just take the salary you had before at a competitor you wouldn't just go unemployed for a year <laughs> what is he then? Has he got some side hustle we don't know about? Like what what does Yusuf have up his sleeve? It's a conspiracy. I think you might be right. Other more more hearts related news, Sammy. Um Harry Stone seems to be our, our favourite subject on this podcast. Um there was an article last week, well an interview, I think it was with um, Barry Anderson and Robbie Nielsen. Um where Nielsen has confirmed that the plan is for Harry Stone to work up to being the number one for the Hearts, um, which is good news. Probably be after Craig Gordon retires. So how do you think that kind of sets his career up in terms of the, the next couple of years? Um, well, like he's, he's obviously not going to get in the team 
above Craig Gordon. And yeah. even now, I think if Gordon got an injury, I still think they'd probably play Zlomal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could see him possibly going on loan when he comes back from injury, getting his fitness up, maybe even next season, get him in on the bench, seeing how he does. Hopefully the reserve league's back then, he can get some, some football under his belt. And then when the chance comes... If he's good enough, you know, play him. That's what they've done with Gordon. They chucked him in as a youngster and Chris, we've got nine million for him. So mm-hmm. like they'll they'll see him a lot more at training and they'll know what he can do. But if if he's good enough, then yeah, play him. And from what Nielsen said, it seems that they've they've got very high hopes for him and that's what you know, that's what I've read for the last sort of couple of years that they're they're really excited about the prospect. So good. So I'm I'm nice. glad. No. So he was like a keeper to me. Fucking shut up, John. Such a such a dad joke. Um, that was, Hammy, that was all very logical. Um, you'd make a good coach. And speaking of coaches, Andy Kirk has finally accepted a role offered to him as the ladies' first team manager. Um, a kind of joint role also overseeing the girls' academy, which sounds like a pretty good gig. Um, you happy to see Captain Kirk sticking around. Yeah, I'm glad he's staying. Um, like I said last week or the week before, I think it was probably a bit of a stopgap until things get a bit back to normal um, with the reserve leagues and everything. So as long as we keep him around, keep him sweet, um, I'd imagine some of the, some of the the ladies in the women's team could probably get a game for Hearts at the moment the way our squad's going. So. Um, it's it's good experience. Um, and it can I just can I just going. explain why we think that's a stopgap? It's not like saying that women's football is less than men's football. It's like saying he was never planning on going into women's coaching. Yes. Yeah. Aye, just in case anyone complains. <laughs> We're not saying that oh he's just doing it for something to do because it's women's football. We're saying that like he was never planning on going into that women's job. But it became available, so it seemed like a good career move to stay at Hearts. Yes. Yeah. Cool. If anything, I see it as a promotion for Andy Kirk. Yeah. That's a good gig. Um, With the, the academy yeah. work as well, it's, it's, it's ideal. Yeah, exactly. like I said, it's, it's good experience. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, Hearts ladies have just been promoted to the Premier League. They're playing at a higher level than Hearts are. <laughs> <laughs> So, aye, good luck to them. It's quite looking forward to to watching. I'm not sure when their season even starts. I'm not sure if it's uh, it's confirmed. I'm sure I heard it was going to be towards the end of the year. I'm not sure if it's brought been brought forward. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing how the, the Hearts ladies do in the Premier yeah. League next season. Um, okay, so what we'll do now? Let's have a a talk about the the very unfortunate and devastating news um, regarding John Suter. Uh, and the news which just came out earlier confirming that he did snap his Achilles last week and is set to have surgery. So it looks like he's going to be out for at least six months plus getting back to match fitness on top of that. Um, where to even start here, lads? Um, kind of where, where does Suter go from here in terms of his career? Does he come back from this in terms of a Hearts first team level? He's going yeah, worried, don't you? Because, you know... He's a bogot sign, I say. Jolly, what are you saying? <laughs> now you've got to worry for a, you know, for somebody to have that kind of injury, and then, you know, it's, it's a devastating injury. It's no, it's, this is now we knock to then 
you know, re-injure it and, and be out again. And potentially, you know, we're, we're talking six months, I believe, you know. That's a, that's a long, long time out of football and there's no no guarantee you ever recover. I hope it does, but it's, you know, it's, it's a pretty big one. Uh, yeah, yeah. take some character to come back for this because it must be absolutely devastating. To, this is this third, essentially, half to full season end an injury. Aye. Yeah. That's awful, man, because he is a good player, but I was I was saying earlier, there's we play football with some boys and some boys just get injured all the time. No matter their ability, no matter what they do, they just get injured. And you, you, we've all played team sports. We've all played with people who are just constantly injured. It might just be one that John Suter is a very good centre-back, but he's just more susceptible to injuries. It can be NN. It can be out of his control. I think yeah. like physically he could he could heal for this. And he, he will. He will heal for this, but it is. It's mentally now. You just Yeah, it's the mental side, yeah. What you, if he's snapping his Achilles with running... If he goes into full contact pitch, playing that fit, he's always going to be on your mind, then that'll be a tough one. I think that'll be the hardest part to get back from. And it is, it's a shame because he's he's a quality centre-back on his day. No, like really Scotland call-ups and, you know, with our ageing centre-backs with Scotland as well, he, he would surely be pushing to be starting for yeah. Scotland, starting for his country. And I once he'd moved to Rangers. <sighs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, did did he did he he'd, he'd, he'd done his last one against Rangers, wasn't it? And then he's he's not played since, has he? No, no, he missed the end of the season. God, man, it's just rough. Yeah, and now he'll miss. You'll miss the rest of the season. That's what I was thinking. So that'll be well, end of February, rough. Like that would be six months. End of February, well, the season's going to end. What in, I don't know how the dates to recognise it's still like April, end of April. So even if he's he's fully recovered, he might last month. Maybe for the best for him to rest even longer. You know, have a real slow return, come back for pre season next year, fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's gone, it really is devastating, devastating. Um. Just um, not to to brush John Sutton under the carpet, but <laughs> football does move fast, um, and obviously they talk immediately as on his replacements. <clears throat> um, interestingly, on Jambles kickback, I should say we broke the news on Twitter this week after Eagle Eyed Hammy picked up the the comment from a very credible poster on Jambles kickback that he'd done his Achilles, um, and right enough, just a I think it was like an hour or two later, the club confirmed he- it. Do you think Hearts confirmed it because there was so much talk about it on Twitter and stuff that they had to come out and say something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They're probably pressured into confirming it. I. Um, so sorry, Hearts admin. If we <laughs> made you work on a Saturday when when you were just had your e-template saved, that's life. Um, in terms of John Suter's replacement on that thread, it very quickly turned into talk about Chris Hamilton. Um, and whether or not he should be given a shot at the first team. Um, Chris Hamilton is meant to be a very good centre-back. He was on loan at Cowden Beef last season. Made uh, had 20 appearances there. Um, he's captain Scotland at a bunch of different youth levels. So he's a good good calibre player. But there's one big concern, um, and that's his height. 
It's unconfirmed. There was a lot of speculation over inches on Jambo's kickback. Um, but he's thought to be he's thought to be five foot nine. To put that oh. into context, he's smaller than Michael Smith. And he's uh, a centre back. Ah, he's a centre back. How old uh, is he? It's nineteen. Still 19 got growing in him. Uh, well, you you had a gross spurt, Paddy. Well, how you you literally grew like Aye, a but when I was like fifteen or sixteen. He's the same height um, as Cannavaro. Oh, well, it's Cannavaro 5'9. Cannavaro was 5'9. Holy shit. I knew he was small, but I didn't think he was 5'9. That's interesting. Jolly, there's hope for you yet. Give me three inches, I'll get to 5'9. Who y'all was 5'10? Uh, I played about 6'5, though. <laughs> I'm starting to believe he could be all right at five nine. Although in uh, Scotland, yeah, that's I feel the thing. like John Suter's a bit too small. Yeah, aye, this is Scotland. <laughs> it's it's a different different kettle of fish, really. So, I would prefer my centre backs to be a bit taller. Balls yeah, in the I mean, box, long punts. There'll be loads of shitty long balls coming our way in the championship. But you got better at the back. He's just a magnet. Mm. I mean, he'll he'll heed it away. If Chris Hamilton's good with his feet, if he's a, a more stable version of Craig Halkett, then good luck to him. I don't um, know if I, you, you say that, right? You say if he's good with his feet, and we say that a lot about football players. To me, that's a nonsense. Like, if, if you're not good with your feet, then you shouldn't be a football player. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simple. It's, it's football. But there's being good with your feet, then there's being like elite with your feet. And you really need to be like very good with your feet. Even to be played in Scotland, to be fair. Uchi. Better. <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe you don't have to be that good with your feet. But um, apparently, uh, Hamilton stood his ground playing for Cowden Beef last season. You know, and that's a proper. Um, like like Jolly said last week, you're basically just wrestling in these lower divisions. So. You know, if he can do it, you look to him. He's played at that level. Fair enough, you know. Aye, what it. harm could come with chucking him in? He must be hard, eh? You can't be a five foot nine centre back and not be hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he must be hard. Full of digging elbows, and uh, you'd have to be a dirty player. Because <laughs> if yeah. I was playing a five foot nine centre back, I'd be like, yes, this is yeah. my day. He would have to batter me. <laughs> um, Simon, <clears throat> Tommy Smith is apparently in talks with Hearts, a former teammate of Christoph Beras at Ipswich, a New Zealand internationalist. I'm a wee bit surprised we're linked with a calibre player of this scale. Um, <laughs> that, that made no sense at all. Um, are you, you happy to see him linked with Hearts? You know much about him? To be honest, I've never seen him play. Uh, it's just... I feel like that these are the players we're going to get. We're going to get players who don't have a club, have maybe previously played at League One, League Two, and is playing a position that we need. Um, from from all the genuine links I've been seeing, it's. I don't think we can really get our hopes up for this transfer window. It will be gaps that need to be plugged. I think our squad's good enough. We just need some some gaps plugged. Mm-hmm. We just need bodies. Uh, yeah. Uh, decent player, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I was saying earlier on, 
if he's played with Berra at the back before, and Jolly will hate this, then he must be good with his feet. Because you wouldn't play two Berras, you know what I mean? You wouldn't play two boys that just heed it and toe bash it about the place. So I, I don't know. If it was League One, maybe. <laughs> Well, there yeah. must now suddenly on, on your skill there must be a grading, you know, like League Two, average with your feet, League One, getting a wee bit better with your feet, Championship, <laughs> half semi decent with your feet, top leagues, quality with your feet. That, that, that clearly must be how it works, no? Well, I, you've literally just explained the talent levels going up as you go up the leagues. Yeah, I was so... going to say that's correct pretty much, Jolly. <laughs> yeah. So if you were very good with your feet playing in League Two, you would get signed by Lee least... Trundle. <laughs> <laughs> Big boxer tricks. <clears throat> so, we'll see what happens to Tommy Smith. I think with uh, with Suter getting injured, that'll probably force the the club to to pay him whatever he wants. So, <laughs> um, another name, Simon, Mister Leahy, Luke Leahy, the old Falkirk left back, scored goal of the decade for Falkirk. Um, <laughs> He's just an absolute fucking screamer if you haven't seen it. Um, he's just been let go from Bristol Rovers. Um, tell me about Mr. Leahy. This is dying. He, he, he is a left back. That's that's about it. Has anyone got anything on this boy? Has anyone got anything on any of these boys? They play positions that we need. They'll come, they'll trial for hearts, and if Robbie Nielsen thinks they can fill in when another player needs a rest, they'll get a contract for a year. <laughs> I've read I read an article in like the Bristol Telegraph or some shit and it was like rating all the players they had and it slated them they said it was he was like one of the worst left backs they've ever had oh good can't <laughs> wait for him to start playing for us well they said he was an um, I think the word this was in a, a like the equivalent of the Bristol leave the news I'm sure it said he was a terrible defender but good at going yeah, seen forward some. I've seen some comments on uh, the post Barry Anderson put up about that uh, the New Zealand centre back and a lot of ex fans, uh, fans of ex clubs, sorry, uh, were kind of having a laugh that he was getting another club. So, yeah, always good. Hmm. What's he like with his feet? <laughs> <laughs> I will to be a Hearts and play alongside Berra, you need to be elite. Uh, on on your skin, right. I think it was quite good. <laughs> Championship level. Um, now another name, Simon Murray Wallace. Now I'm not sure how many you are out of context. Jumbles kickback, kickback reviewer. This name seems to come up every time I look at it. Sounds like a um, farmer. It sounds like we've got in the champ. It sounds like we've got far enough in Football Manager where random players are just being made. Hey, Murray, Murray Wallace. <laughs> Murray Wallace. Surnames for phone names. Um, apparently he's very good, Murray Wallace. Lots of fans are after are after him on behalf of Pops. Does he owe the money or something? <laughs> <laughs> he's a, a free agent after leaving Millwall. Um, he's also wanted by Reading and a, a host of other clubs, so I'm doubtful it'll happen. But um, aye, apparently, he's he's meant to be a decent player. Another left back, and interestingly enough, another player that had a spell at Falkirk seems to be. A bit I different. think I think next season our starting eleven. Minus any big names being sold from now on, is going to be very familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is which is shocking, but it's it's the way that the market is right now. Like you explained earlier, truncated season, um, less games. Obviously, that means, um, and we don't play for a very long time. So, 
Mm-hmm. Why would a player who who can get even at a lower level, perhaps, can get game time? That's what they're going to go do. That's the un- unfortunate reality of it. Um, Jolly Jambo, quick one for you. Uh, it was just confirmed in the last couple of hours that Liam Boyce and Michael Smith have been called up to the Northern Ireland squad. So good for them. Um, do you think there's genuine hope for Craig Gordon and Stephen A. Smith, probably no one else, to get into the Scotland squad? I think, uh, you know, looking at it from a purely Scotland point of view, I think it'd be kind of disappointing if, if the boys are getting called up. And, I, and, and I'm saying that as a heart supporter as well. Scotland shouldn't have to be relying on boys of that age playing in the Championship or no even really playing at all at the moment to start, you know, in, in big games for in the national setup. That It says a lot about Scottish football to me if, if they're still in contention getting into that squad. Hi. Let's talk, talk about the centre forwards, Jolly. Um, Lauren Shankland hasn't been playing. He's been kind of kept wrapped in cotton wool for a move by the looks of it. Lee Griffiths isn't getting near the first team just now. I mean, there's really only Lauren, uh, sorry, there's only really Ollie McBurney that's going to be up there. Do you know think Naismith even makes the squad? I think he, I, no, I think he likely does make the squad. I just think it's, it's you know, it's quite, it's quite damning to the position that we're in at the moment that you're yeah. relying on somebody at that age. I think, yes, he's probably in the squad. And you're right, McBurney's going to have to start because we didn't have anybody else. Mm-hmm. Aye. Stephen Fletcher's going to end up in the squad, eh? Yeah. Apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently Lyndon Dykes is going to call up. That's a good point, Hammy. Right enough, he's um, pledged pledge his allegiance to the flag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like Lyndon Dykes. I think he's a great player. Same. I think he'll be a phenomenal player at the Wrong Rangers next season. Aye. <laughs> Do a job for them, like. No. It's very um, Ollie McBurney at London Dykes, just two big units up front. Even Stephen Fletcher, he's not exactly mobile anymore. I reckon Steve, uh, Stephen Aismith still gets in the Scotland squad. We'll see. Um, Paddy, let's go what over to you. What a depressing segment this is. <laughs> well, it's time to brighten up, Paddy, because it's time to go over to you as our <laughs> European correspondent. Um, please, first of all, give it. You mentioned them earlier. Go and keep it up for remembering the UFO next time. Hey, Cavani, <laughs> what's the latest with Edison Cavani? Well, he's not signed a contract yet, Jarvis. So he's waiting for that eleventh hour bid from Hearts to come in. Oh, come That's on. the latest I've got on it. Um, Thiago... Sounds like uh, sounds like you're standing outside the stadium, Paddy. I am, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep it for, for very him. expensive cars. Uh, Thiago yeah. Silva has just signed for Chelsea, so he won't be coming in to replace Suter, unfortunately. Oh, has he? Shit, anyway. No, I wouldn't want him at Hearts. <laughs> um, some other news, Paddy. There, some rumours earlier on that Messi was actually spotted getting his picture taken with Greyfriars Bobby this afternoon. Or was it Greyfriars Bobby getting his picture with Messi? We don't know. <laughs> it's always hard to tell. I just hope he washed his hands after he touched it. <laughs> um, are the rumours true, Paddy? Could we see Messi in Maroon? Uh, no, I don't think so. Luis Suarez, though, that is a possibility, Jarve. <laughs> Luis Suarez, well, that's a new name. Is he on his way to Barca, is he? 
Apparently so. Apparently they're going to let him go for free as well. So we'd only have to pay his, what, £400,000 a week wages. He'll do what all South American strikers seem to do and go back to a team in Argentina. I could see that. Yeah. So he, he's must be in his 30s now, is he, Suarez? Aye, mid-30s. Oh, Apparently aye. eye accident for him. Really? Oh, yeah, well, I forget he started there. Well, no, he didn't start there. I played for Ajax. Yeah, yeah no, but he was at a team before that in Holland, wasn't he? I think so, aye. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. Iron Robin versus Suarez in the Dutch league. What a time to be alive. Right. Is Van Persie still playing? No, he's a coach now for... Uh, oh, oh right, okay. who is it? Dick Advocat. <laughs> Just the Cavacat, just in his back garden. Fire <laughs> teach him, Paddy. <laughs> Any other big names linked to Farts this week, Paddy? No. Anything else up your sleeve? That little Not just just Suarez, Messi, Cavani, and Balotelli. Then can you can you try and find out find some defenders for us, maybe <laughs> next week? I'm trying my best. <laughs> Speak to some uh, some of your European pals. See if you can find like a decent German centre back or something. Surely there's one out there. Well, that's all we have time for this week. Many thanks to Simon, Paddy, Hammy, and Jolly Jambo for their time, and a special thanks to Padman Scoop Productions again for this copious amounts of editing time as ever. Stay tuned because we've got a very special guest coming up for you guys in September. Very excited, and we can't wait for you to hear it. If you haven't found us via social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. And if you'd like to send us an email for some reason, it's heartspodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, keep your ear to the ground. Fuck the SFA. And wash your hands for the haps. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. Um.